Welcome to Parent Talk. Our host is the author of Parenting the Heart of Your Child, Diane Moore. And I'm Nalene Frank. When it comes to our kids' entertainment, how much is too much? What's appropriate? And when should we let our children decide that for themselves? Well, today on Parent Talk, we have the privilege of eavesdropping on a conversation between our host, Diane Moore, and a parent of three teenagers. Elisa says that when her daughters were younger, they weren't exposed to unwholesome messages, contrary to their values, morals, and belief systems. But now, she says things have changed, and she's stunned with her daughter's responses to the secular culture. Here's how Elisa describes it. It seems like somebody has just pushed the door open and this tsunami of mm. worldly culture is coming to her home. And what's surprising to my husband and myself is how deeply our kids have swallowed the hook. We are, we are shocked. A parent has to decide. There's two ways to deal with this. Uh-huh. You can say, I'm going to pull back from the culture and I'm going to pull them out of school and I'm going to shelter them. Or okay. I'm going to figure out how to do this cultural thing. You know, I think 12 and under, you do a lot of sheltering. you got to protect the child from the world, 12 and under. And then when they get older, you got to prepare the child for the culture. And it sounds like that you're already mainstreaming in the culture, and so you got to figure out how to do the cultural thing. You said surf the culture, and you also yeah. said, um, you know, they go out there and they swallow it whole. Well, I oh, yeah. would like to maybe talk about how to help your kids chew before they swallow. Teaching your kids to chew before they swallow sharpens their brain. Their brain is like the teeth of a beaver. Uh, it, the teeth of a beaver, he's a rodent, so he has to chew. If he doesn't chew, he dies. And the reason he dies is because his teeth grow. And when he oh. chews, he sharpens them and they, they wear down. Well, a beaver's teeth will grow four feet a year. Oh, and so he's got to chew. And so as he chews, it sharpens. And your oh. brain's like that. If you teach your kids, your brain will, it needs to be exercised. And it actually sharpens oh. it to to look out into the world and look at the, the things that are out there meant for our entertainment, meant for yeah. our amusement. You know, break apart the word amuse. It's ah, muse. Ah means non or none. And oh. muse means think. Oh, wow. So the oh, movies, the music, that kind of thing is meant to make us not think. Wow. What if we turn that around and we taught them how to think? That'd it's be not... It's not as fun. Like when you go to a movie, it's a veg out time. So you just kind of kick back and your brain goes, and it really does. When you're watching a movie, your brain's more asleep than when it's when you're asleep in bed. Huh. And so here's your, your, at least your left brain, which is your critical thinking side, it goes to sleep when it's watching a movie. You're just chilling. Well, teaching your kids how to keep that left brain on by giving them tools to assess media and chew uh, is, is a gift. I'm going to give you a tool, okay? What we want to do, our goal is to turn amusement time into thinking time. I'll give you a three-question filter. It's a game that you can ask your kids, and you can say, here's what we're going to do when you go out to a movie or whenever we go to to absorb any media whatsoever. A song, you can do this with a song. You can do it with a picture. Okay. Okay. You can do it with a movie. Okay. And television, certainly. Oh, yeah. Okay. So number one question is... We'll be back with more in just a moment. 
You can ask questions too. Parent Talk's live call-in program is coming soon to Coov.com. You steer the conversation. You ask the questions. Parent Talk Live, coming soon to Coov.com. And now here's Diane. So number one question is, is it well done? And the reason you ask that question is, if something's well done, if a movie's well uh-huh. done, if a music is well written, it is uh-huh. more absorbed straight into your brain without uh-huh. uh, the critical thinking side going beep, beep, you know, don't listen. Oh, okay. That explains a lot. Sorry. Okay. It Go gets ahead. in yeah. easier. It gets in easier. So most wow. of the stuff that young people like today is very well done. You know, she's got billions of dollars worth of media behind it, making it well done so it can sell and make money. Okay. Uh, you listen to music on a staticky radio, okay? Mm, and then mm-hmm. go to a concert where they have the fog machines and the lights, and yes. you're wowed yeah. and you're zowed and you're like pulling it in. This is great. The more well done something is, the more you, the uh, filters are bypassed. Two, yeah. Number two question is, what's the message? Oh, Every okay. movie has a message. Every uh, song has a message, and even <clears throat> I was at the art museum yesterday. Every picture has a message, and if you teach kids the fun of going out, it's like a puzzle. It's like a game, and you, oh. your job is every movie has a message. Like uh, Pirates of the Caribbean is one that a lot of people have seen. It's the message is postmodernism. You know, nothing huh. really matters. There's no fixed. Points, the compass points to what he wants, not the fixed points oh. of the universe. I mean, of the world, but um, <gasps> wow. it's it's about notoriety over. Yeah. Uh, you know, who cares <laughs> as long as you're known? But you have heard of me, yeah. <laughs> yes. Not about not about yeah. your character at all, mm, and so it's mm-hmm. really postmodernism and and um, the first movie. It's interesting what? what the what happens with the compass in the following movies. It's really fascinating, but huh. uh, every movie has a message. Okay. Every song huh. has a message. So the job is to find out what the message is on the uh, second question. So when kids come home from the movie, you go, was it well done? Yeah, that's easy to answer. Yes. Number two, what was the message of the movie? And they make okay. a chew on that for a week. Don't qualify that message, whatever it is it is. You'll get the right or wrong stuff in the third question. You just let the message come out and 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 let your kids really gnash their teeth on this because they might disagree. Two kids go to the same movie. Yeah. Um they might think uh, very differently about the message of the movie and that's okay. What you want to see is that they're using their mind. The value is in the thrashing of trying to figure okay. it out cuz some movies are pretty deep and hard to understand. Okay. Okay, then the third question is, if you've sleuthed out the uh, the uh, message of the movie, is the message true? Is it true to life? How God made the world work? Okay. Along, according to the physics of the universe and the theology of the universe, is that how it works? Okay. Is it is true? Is the message true according to, mm-hmm. what did you say, according to how God how made the, the world universe? Works. Yeah. Okay, according to how, how the, world, the world works. Or how God made the world work, yeah. Okay. Is it true, like in Pirates of the Caribbean, is it true that you don't have to really live by rules? That you can say, well, they're just kind of like guidelines. They don't apply to me all the time. And the good guys who have the structure uh, and the morals and the rules, they they get the boat stolen away from them, and the pirate gets the ship 
and sails off into the sunset. Is that how it works? Or do pirates lose? Do they win or do they lose? Uh, We've got a lot of people uh, in prison right now uh, during this recent downturn in the economy who got caught yeah. in Ponzi schemes and being pirates. We do have pirates. Make it real. Because huh. a lot of this stuff that's out there, it, it glorifies things that honestly as a counselor can be can be diagnosed. <laughs> you know, but they oh, sing wow. songs about it, like codependency. It's like, my goodness, yeah. this is yeah. not pretty when you have to live it. Do you do this with everything that comes into your home, or do you do it when you see a problem? If you wait till it's a problem, it becomes, oh. you're in trouble, we're going to fix you. Can I just say, we, if we can back away from this topic for just a minute. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of parents out there, I see this as a theme. They love their kids. They really want to give their kids something different than they had. And so they work very hard and watch their children's behavior and guide and guide and guide and guide if we're not careful. That feels like criticism to a child. What happens is, subconsciously, when things are going well, we're fine. But when we see things going off, we give that a lot of attention. That's what makes it feel critical, because they get our attention when they're off. Well-meaning parents, they don't mean to be critical, but they're, they're really, they really, 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 really care. And so to the child, it feels like, whoa, I'm always being corrected. We'll be back with more in just a moment. You could be part of this conversation. Ask your own questions when Parent Talk goes live. Parent Talk Live, coming soon to Coob.com. And now Diane Moore. We join the conversation as she explains her thoughts on reality TV. What about reality TV? Is that gratuitous trash or is that something that could be navigated with a message? I'm sorry, but a personal bias here, it's trash. Okay. <laughs> here's, okay. here's how I feel about reality TV. What is wrong with our culture? We have to buy clothes that look used. Why? Because we're not really doing life. And um. nothing's real, so we don't live life, so we watch people live life. Oh. Something's so wrong with that. Here's the deal. When you watch people live life, and TV, everything that's on TV, movies, when you're watching that, when you're playing video games, they edit all that reality stuff so you're getting the good stuff. You, if you, you wouldn't sit there. If you had to watch a week's worth of stuff for a one-hour show, uh, it would true. be what? Too boring. Yeah. Oh, good point. Yeah. So here's what TV does. It does high brain reward, high brain reward. <gasps> And video games, high brain reward. Think about all the action you get in a video game and or versus going out hunting with your dad. Oh, yeah. yeah. Or a significant person in your life taking you to do yeah. something real. Yeah. Um, you don't have the brain reward. So what happens when kids get sucked into this reality stuff and video games and stuff like that, um, they have such high brain reward that when they pull back into reality, it's boring. Mm. And then they have a problem that they're not motivated. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. How do you because get kids I, motivated? you got to pull them off that stuff. you got to pull them off that stuff. It's like saying, okay, we can't have cotton candy for breakfast anymore. You're going to have to have eggs. Do you know what you need to do is open doors, open doors, open doors. And, and some kids, depending on how much media they've had, it's really hard to get them interested in the outside world, the real world. 
of yeah. real stuff. So science, yeah. art, literature, get them excited about something. It's just kind of a, a total paradigm shift. Should we we encourage them and be walking with them in the culture, sh- seeing movies and going to concerts mm-hmm. and, and playing the game? Or do we... I mean, where does discernment fall? Where do we, mm-hmm. and especially the one who's older, she'll be leaving um, in the fall to live away from home, you know, mm-hmm. at college. Um, I'm really feeling the need to let her beaver teeth get sharp in the next couple of months. Mm-hmm. For the songs, I would say if they go to a concert, you want to look at what's the climate going to be like? What's the uh, atmosphere going to be like? Because some concerts are, are, are dangerous. When there's gratuitous sex and violence, you don't. You obviously that's a that's a x that out. Do you go to places that seem like potential problems, or I don't know, or at 18, do you let her decide that? You know. Yeah, I think at this point you know she's going to be leaving. If you, what I would do if I were you, um, I mean, you can just say no, but I would be more likely to if it's not just outrageously dangerous. To say, you know, I want to challenge you, whatever songs are sung, that you come home and and, uh, uh, look through the lyrics and pull it apart with this tool, and we'll play the game. Do you think this is a game she will be interested in playing with us? Yeah, it depends on the spirit of the relationship between you. The strongest pull you have is going to be through relationships. When you see them making poor mistakes or or, um, having poor judgment, do to say, you know... um, without judgment and fear of loss of relationship, of course, just to say, okay. here's the way it looks to me. And I just, I can't let this go by. I mean, if you see something, say, um, I, want, I need to weigh in on this. It's not with the level of, the, you know, the frowny face that we kind of go to our kids with. This yeah. is very, very, very concerning. It just needs mm. to be, this is my part. I can't play this role. Here's my perspective. Uh-huh. And then you, you're gone. You're out of the room. And they got to wrestle with it. She doesn't need to have her shields up when she goes, her shields up toward you. She needs to have her filter up for the media. Yeah. But if you can't imagine it being a fun game in which you're not given the answers. I mean, I give the answers 12 and under, but 12 and older, it's much more important to figure out their thinking muscles right now than driving oh. home a lesson because that those days are done. Your daughter's going away. You want to test her thinking processes. If you just give her lessons, um, she's not going to learn how to hunt. What about the 13 and 15? Is the time for lessons done there as well? I would say not the youngest, but the 15, yes. is it 15-year-old and up? Um, yeah. You have to start letting them feel um, truth. And that means they have to experience it. You know, their brain development, they're alive and well in their limbic system learning, which is um, experiential learning. And the cognitive learning, the prefrontal cortex, is not not really high-power development. It's pretty quiet up there. That is good to know. That is a huge statement there. You know, people spend months and months and months in counseling, and I used to hate that. It's like they go around the barn, around the barn, around the barn, and then finally they go, the barn door's open. I could have told them the barn door's open on session oh. one, but it wouldn't have done a bit of good oh because my. it's not about the barn door being open. It's about the processes, how they think. You've got to be kidding me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, one way to think about it is you're not raising kids who have a certain type of behavior. 
Okay. You're raising thinkers. When they learn how to think, then they can move into the future and they can navigate. Thank you for joining today's edition of Parent Talk with Diane Moore. What you've heard today was a pre-recorded conversation between Diane and a caller. And we're doing that because we're giving you a taste of what's to come. Because when Parent Talk goes live, you could talk with Diane too. Can you imagine talking with her about the specifics in your own family? I know it sounds scary, but you could get the help that you need. You could kind of navigate through the waters, you know, whatever's frustrating you, whatever hurdles you're going through. You could get a personal counselor right there. Um, I've been recording Diane for, I don't know, a couple of months now. And whenever I interact with my kids and even my husband, if I'm frustrated, I can kind of hear Diane whispering in my ear, be the pack leader. Or, uh, well, when, when they're in animal mode, they can't reason. So, of course, it helps me in the moment when I'm frustrated to kind of uh, not be frustrated. So it's, it's really helpful. I feel like I have like this private counselor in my back pocket. The way that Diane says things, her voice inflection and the choice of words that she uses, it's, it's funny because the camaraderie, there's a camaraderie there and it makes this stuff stick. It's just weird. So I have a question for you. What stuck in your mind from today's program. I know something did, and it's going to go through your mind during the week. So when it does, remember, get on that computer and email us. We need your comments to gain momentum and make this program successful. And we also want to get the word out about Parent Talk's live call-in show coming soon. You can also ask questions or give suggestions about a topic that you would like Diane to cover. That's parenttalk at couve.com. Write us. Let us know that you're listening and let us know that you're excited about the live call-in program coming soon. Join us next time for Parent Talk with Diane Moore. I'm Nalene Frank. Thanks for listening.